1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. Grab your family, a date, or friends, and get yourself reacquainted with the movies today because the big screen is back. Get your tickets today to see Free Guy and other great blockbusters at MarcusTheaters.com. There's something for everyone at Marcus Theaters. It can't be that time already. Can it? Good morning, Santana. Can I get a hey? Can I get a ho? Can I get a hey? Can I get a ho? We should have talked to you all during the summer. We should have talked to you at least once or twice. With all the Aaron Rodgers, ain't going to play there no more stuff. All right, let's just start with that then, since that was the story of the summer. Let's not go down the roster and break it down, you know, about, you know, gaps and all that stuff. Right. If you're a Green Bay Packer right now and your quarterback is saying is basically doing uh, the farewell tour, and do you, well, let's start there. Do you think he's doing the farewell tour? I mean, I don't think he's doing the farewell tour, but going back to the offseason, what you have to understand as a professional athlete, the offseason, especially coming off of an MVP season for Aaron, that's your, your negotiation tool. So, you know, we've got a draft pick in his position everybody loves to talk about in Jordan Love, and he's the MVP, and he, you know, he's got a certain number he's looking for, and it's like, can you guys get there or not? And it sounds like the answer was or not. So if it's or not, and then it's advantageous for me to get a short-term deal, and which he did. So I think it's in his favor, but I don't know if it's necessarily a farewell tour, but he's keeping his options open for after this season or next year's season. I understand that, but it seems like they gave us a different story. Like, well, yeah, he didn't want to play there because I mean, he didn't like the management or something. Yeah, you're exactly right. And, you know, again, as a player that's in the locker room, what I do know is it's hard for us to get to the media because, you know, there are no practices. There's not a lot going on in the off season. So a lot of that is attributed to the, the front office of Green Bay leaking scenarios and news out. And you've got to wonder why. And I don't really understand, really. I don't understand why that part of it. But if you really look back at all the clippings, Aaron didn't have a whole lot to say in the offseason about staying, coming, going. You know, it, unfortunately it happens, you know, the media loves to put their attention on the quarterback, and that happened to be the story. But if you really look at it, Aaron didn't have a lot to say publicly about the matter. Right, he didn't have, he didn't have a lot to say, but he did get his contract redone. Yes, he did. And, and I completely agree that uh, he, he didn't say anything. He He wasn't chased down with the microphone and quoted, but if he, well, if he wanted to put some rumors to rest, he could just call ESPN and say, this is Aaron Rodgers. Here's the deal. Well, he could do it on the McAfee show where he's on every week. And instead of doing that, he'll say things like, well, you just never know what the weird, wild, wonderful <laughs> journey that life is. And blah. he didn't put anything to rest. He didn't call. He didn't make anybody feel like, oh, that's all nonsense. He, he, I'd say, I would say he was stoking the fire, Santana. As I don't a, know if he was stoking, but I will say sometimes silence is the loudest person in the room. So just the fact oh. that you're quiet. If you ask, if you ask my kids, they'll say when dad gets quiet, because he's a talker, when he gets quiet, you better pay attention to what's going on. 
Hmm. What did dad say? He didn't say anything. He just, he didn't say anything. And then they say, oh, yeah, expletive. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. All right. So, all right. Hold on. So clearly something's going on because Goody, when they picked up Cobb, made it clear that he really had no interest in Randall Cobb, that that was a, that was just a pickup to make Rogers happy. Now, can you afford a spot? Now, I don't think that Cobb is finished and I think he'll have plenty of catches and he'll contribute and blah, blah, blah. But can you afford to just give up a spot to somebody on the roster? Aren't those all pretty valuable? Yeah, and I don't know about the verbiage. You know, I, I, I still I'm, school is out on Goody because I don't know about the verbiage. You know, it, he's quick to say it's his show, but then when you get to the pick of Cobb, he throws his hands up in the air and is like, "Ah, well, he's not my guy, but Aaron wanted him, so I went and got him." When's the last time you talked to Aaron? Um, it was before last season, so right. probably about two seasons ago. It was definitely pre-COVID, so, so the, it wasn't last year. Probably going into the the before preceding last year for sure. So you're in the same boat as the rest of us are, right? You don't know. You you haven't had a conversation I, with them, right? Yeah, exactly. I haven't had a convo with them. But you have been in the but locker room, and you know how those things work. Exactly. I do know being a, being a Packer, and he does understand that. And playing for one of the best franchises in the NFL, he does understand that. He's a smart quarterback. That he would love to play his last down as a Packer. That being said, you know, we don't have a – you know, it's like us. It's like a regular person working at the Walmart or the Sam's Wholesale Club. So you really don't have a choice on if you're fired or you stay or not. So, you know, you want to keep your options open as a player. And he's going into year 16, 17 – so the most you – he's got all the control, and that's what you want as a player, as a veteran. You want to be able to have control you of want as a, you want You want so, all that as a husband. You want all that as the guy next that door. As, as anything. Yeah, as anything, you want all the control. Yeah. <laughs> control. You know, and, I, and I think – and here, here's what I heard and Aaron in his press conference. What I heard Aaron say is he's looking at situations – in Tampa Bay, who we lost to in the NFC Championship, um, and other situations in the NFL where you've got a veteran quarterback that can say, you know, this guy's available. And we're not even talking about Randall Cobb. We're not just talking about wide receiver positions. Just this guy's available. He can help us. Can you take a look? And he said it's been, which I can believe, he said he raises that his opinion, which should stand for something, and a lot of times it goes unanswered or not or no response. I can uh, go along with that. Yeah, I, I just I, don't know why there's such a such a soap opera drama painted around all of it. And it, it doesn't have to be, you know. And I, you know, and he'll never call names. But you look at the Tampa situation. You've got you've got a uh, Tom Brady that is a lesser quarterback than Aaron Rodgers, but he leaves New England and he basically puts the team together and they say okay you want this team you'll go get the team but the pressure is on you to make it work so they went and got the players that tom brady said that he wanted and it didn't look good in the beginning of the season if you recall that it did not look good i think the only game they looked good against was us for whatever reason but they finally got it together come december and for a veteran quarterback you know it's all about the the run in january february all right, now, 
You've had a lot of time to think about the uh, defensive calls in the NFC Championship, and you've seen that they 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 got rid of the defensive coordinator, hired a new guy, Joe Barry. Where are yeah. you on all of that? Well, the unfortunate thing, and you guys know I hate calling for anybody's job, but I think the defensive coordinator should have been gone two seasons ago. And it just doesn't fare well for the team, you know, because the team is on the inside. But if you go to that NFC championship, we love looking at the offensive side of the ball. But, guys, I'll always say it, defense gets you to the Super Bowl. So the calls that we had going into halftime, I'm not even – we're not even going to get into the second half of the game. But going into halftime, the calls that – the defensive calls that we had against a, a veteran quarterback like Tom Brady, I couldn't understand or agree with any of it. And we love to talk about the guy that got beat for the touchdown and his technique was terrible, and I think it was six seconds, ten seconds left on the clock. All of that was terrible. But you got to go from the call from the sideline that he shouldn't have been in a, that position to be man on, man-to-man on the wide receiver running the go route with 10 seconds left in the half at all yeah. in the first place. Kevin King getting burned deep on that, and why was Mike Pettin in that defense, and blah, 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 and all that. Um, so our new guy. But but the, the the second half of that game, they picked off Brady two or three times. Apparently that wasn't enough spackle to cover the last minute well, of the no. first half. <laughs> it was not, right? It was not. You know, and, and you know, Bakhtiari, he tears his ACL the week before. Uh, again, we love talking about Tom Brady and these offenses, but I would dare to say that Tampa's defensive front, again, in the month of December and January, they were the best in the NFL. All right. So the best team won the Super Bowl. Apparently. Yeah, I hate to say it. Yeah, I mean, well, my old team, right? It's my old team. Right. So, so now, so now, well, <laughs> I was, your Batman I was, I was, team. I was invited to the celebration, and I did not even respond. <laughs> that would have been good awkward. for you. That would have been awkward, you. wouldn't it? Like, I ain't going. They're like, you're a buck. I ain't no damn buck. <laughs> <laughs> but you could have been on that like, boat par- You could have been part uh, of that boat parade. Yeah. Well, Exactly. I'm like, I'm not even playing these games. You got to take right. care. That's, you know. Big props to well, you. Be Big glad, gold star for you. Be glad you didn't go because we just found out that Tom Brady got, yeah, got came down COVID, with COVID, I and he, th- he thinks it came from the, the celebration parade. So, thank oh, really? yeah, thank goodness Probably you didn't go. COVID all over Ain't the that. water down there or something. I don't know. All right. Saints in Jacksonville on Sunday. Yes. Did you ever play a game in Jacksonville? Yeah, I played a couple in Jacksonville. Jacksonville just, you know, everybody loves sunny Florida, but I have never had a good time in Jacksonville. Jacksonville is just kind of one of those <laughs> places that, you know, you hear Orlando, you hear Miami, Tampa's even great. Mm-hmm. But I have, I'm, I'm sure somebody has, but I've never had a good time in Jacksonville. You know Jacksonville who's from Jacksonville? Is, no. No, I've never been Leroy, to Jacksonville. Lamar Butler is from Jacksonville. Leroy. He's from Jacksonville. Yeah. There's a big naval naval air station there. That's all I know about Jacksonville. That's about it. Well, this well, what is does, what does Leroy have to say about his hometown? Well, he's in Wisconsin all the time, so <laughs> that says enough. 
Well, this is exactly why Sean Payton picked Jacksonville over Miami or Tampa or Orlando or any of those places. He wanted to make it difficult for Packer fans to get down there. Is that why he did that? Yeah, he wanted to make it such a miserable experience nobody would go. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, what was it, American or somebody just started, hey, guess what? We have uh, new uh, routes to Jacksonville starting Out of Apple today. Center. Here we go. Yeah, they just picked them up. Hey, we already know if there's a seat available, a Packer fan's going to snatch it up. I, yeah. I definitely, I definitely know that. Yeah. So it's going to be 89 uh, on Sunday in Jacksonville. I don't know if that that's what the temperature will be at kickoff, but it's going to be hot and humid. We all know what Florida is like, and so you're going to have to hydrate. Yes, you are. And you yeah, said, you, you know, you're probably you you need to start drinking more fluids Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Because it takes a while yeah. to really soak your body. It, it really does. So you can't do that the morning of or the night before. <laughs> but you need to, you know, if you're drinking one bottle of water, you need two bottles. How hard? Wednesday. How hard is it to go from Green Bay, uh, which is we've had pretty decent weather. It hasn't been really that hot here for the last week or so, ten days, to go to Jacksonville and play in that heat and humidity for three hours. It, it's definitely difficult and tough. Uh, I think it's going to be, uh, you know, it, that makes it a tough, difficult game, which is probably one of the reasons Sean Payton picked that destination, honestly. Um, and along with that, it's a lot of guys' first time that they're going to get four quarters of play, you know, because we know preseason, a lot of our ones didn't even get on the field during preseason. So, you know, the adrenaline boost and the demand, you know, for your athleticism to be tip-top shape and your cardio, it's going to be a tough game, you know. Um, and it's always defensively, you know, defensively because of the lack of what we do in training camp. And most teams, it's not just here in Green Bay, but the lack of the tackling and the fundamental science of football, you're losing that in training camp in two days. So they that really, you pay for that the first two, three weeks of the season, definitely. Well, we have talked about uh... – Bad tackling often in new, this segment. New D coordinator. New defensive coordinator. It's not Dom Capers. It's help. not Mike Pettin. We're on to Joe Barry. Yeah. So. You think that'll matter? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, you know what? And some, and some teams just do it better than other teams. So, I don't I, – it's got to be the coaching because everybody has the same demands on what they can and can't do in training camp, but – you know, some defenses stick out to me, like your Tennessee Titans, if you watch them. Your Seattle Seahawks notoriously have one of the better defenses in the NFL. Uh, San Francisco, um, Baltimore Ravens. You know, if you watch those teams tackle, you're like, okay, they're doing it right. So something's going on in the practices and the two-a-days that so many other teams aren't doing. But, yeah, it's hard to watch defense early in the season, without a doubt. What's the most exhausted you ever were in a game professionally? I know all the games down in Waco when you were at Baylor were, were brutal. The, the, the temperature of the field was like 600 degrees. Yeah, definitely college was rougher than pros. I, you know, I'm going to, again, even playing in Tampa, I think that your batteries would get lower in Tampa just because you were practicing in that heat all week than when I came over to Green Bay and had to go to Tampa for a game, if that makes sense. I think the fact that you were practicing in those extreme conditions on a Wednesday, Thursday, and a Friday, um, you kind of lost your charge and your battery a lot sooner 
than coming from Green Bay to go to Tampa to play a game, if that even makes sense. But you really? felt like you were more rested to go down and play for 60 minutes than being in it for six, seven days a week. Wow. I would would have thought you were, you were used to one condition. Yeah. Like, yeah, this so is you okay. could perform yeah. in it, but yeah. you're, you're saying you were drained. Wow. That's right. interesting. So how do you like our chances on Sunday against uh, J- the the newly rehabbed or what a refitted Jameis Winston? Hey, I, you know, I think Jameis is going to do a great job for the Saints, but it's not going to be enough this week. I'm calling this year for our Packers 12-4. Twelve and four. So we're moving. We're going to slip a slip a notch. Santa, Santana, it's a seventeen-game season this year. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh! Yes. So thirteen and four. Thirteen and four. Okay. All right. There you go. Yep. That's why I'm here. That's why we're here to help. My guys. Good talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> my guys. All right. My guys. All right, Santana. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> All right, y'all be good. All right, Santana Dodson.